Welcome to the Future Print Podcast, celebrating print technology and the people behind it. Well, hi there. Welcome to another one of our Future Print Podcasts. And uh, I like the idea of going across the water, which is what we're doing today. We're going over to New York to speak to David Palmieri, who is the VP of Marketing for CGS USA and also one of the owners of CGS USA. Uh, We know CGS Oris from uh, Europe in terms of uh, software color management, that, that, that topic. And uh, they're a good partner of Future Print. And David is obviously uh, working out of the uh, US and the market's slightly different there and the dynamic's slightly different. So we were going to kind of find out a little bit more. So David, welcome. Thank you for joining us. And thank you very much. Great to be oh, here. Good. Um, David, just for anyone who doesn't know the story, tell us a bit about you and CGS USA. What's it about? Tell me how you're different. Sure. Um, CGS Oris, we really focus on delivering turnkey solutions to our customer base. Yep. And we've been doing so within the traditional printing industry for, for 20 plus years. The U.S. Uh, company was founded back in uh, 1999, um, or sorry, 98. Um, I've been with the company and now one of the owners uh, for the past couple of years, but I've been with the company since October of 2000. So I'm with the company 20 plus years. Um, I've had the pleasure of really seeing our business grow from three employees to 20 plus employees over the, over the course of that time. So in, you know, in, in that journey, I've, I've really kind of worn every hat you can possibly wear inside of the business from, you know, doing, um, you know, when you're only three people, you do a bit of everything. Um, so, so, and, and, and we're still very much that way, even though we've, we've, we've grown quite, quite a bit. Um, you know, everybody, it's, it's always all hands on deck for everything, you know, so whether you work in sales or technical or administrative, you know, we're, we're really a, a close knit team and, you know, we're, we all help each other out. But most, most importantly, we focus on delivering um, a variety of different solutions within uh, the printing market space from commercial print to packaging print to industrial print. Uh, within the past couple of years, we've put a primary focus on the industrial print sector. So we try and focus on delivering a turnkey solution to that market of image capture with uh, Metis uh, scanning technology from Metis mm-hmm. Systems out of out of Rome, Italy. Yep. Um, we also couple that with uh, solutions from AVA CAD CAM out of the UK uh, for for image editing uh, of those captures. And then, of course, we marry that up with our color management technology. Uh, so we have color servers that we provide in the market called Pressmatcher and Xgamut. So those are two key color management solutions that we provide in the industry for harmonizing color off of different types of printing output devices. Yep. Uh, and then we also couple that with our proofing solutions. So we find in the industrial space specifically, there's a, a, a large need for haptic proofs and the ability to understand, um, you know, what a manufactured floor as an example might, yeah, might yeah. look uh, like prior to actually producing it. And what feels, what it feels like as well, obviously. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. yeah there's a, a desire for that. Following the success of 2021's virtual future print leader summit, the event is back for 2022, this time as a two day live and virtual hybrid event. 
Taking place on the 29th and 30th of June in Geneva, Switzerland, the Leaders' Summit will provide a forum for discussions among leaders, inspiring presentations and opportunities to address the key challenges and opportunities in print, all in the stunning setting of Geneva. To register your interest in the Future Print Leaders' Summit, visit futureprint.tech forward slash events. So just to get a bit of clarity, um, you just mentioned industrial print, and we'll talk a, a lot about that, I know, in this conversation, because it's an area that's really important to you. And just for anyone who doesn't know much about CGS, so really unique about what you do is 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 what? Unique about what we do, I think, is the business relationship we bring to a client. You know, we're more than just providing a product. Yeah. Um, I have a team of, of, of business development managers that work very closely with our customers, especially in that industrial space, to really understand all the technology they may be looking to bring in-house and sure. help them navigate the waters of, of how they're going to become a printer, essentially. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we've, we've worked with some very large manu- uh, flooring manufacturers, as an example, where you know print is new to them, they're not printers. They don't understand print process, any of that. Yeah. And when I've when I've talked to them um, after we've done integration of solutions, you know, one of the things I always like to ask a customer is, you know, why did you pick the Metascanner or CGS or a software? Why, you know, what, you know, why did you pick it over maybe other solutions that you were looking at? And the answer I always get is because of your business, what you deliver as an organization and how you help us navigate what we need to accomplish. So it's really that consultative selling approach that we, that we pride ourselves on. And it has been a, a very large part of our success over the years. Yeah. Um, and, and, you and know, you, there's sorry. lots of tools out, sorry, there's lots of tools out there, right? I mean, there's different scanners, there's different color management software in the market, but, and, and yeah, there's differences and everything, but you know, you can pretty much in most cases make, make any product work if you sure. if you try hard enough it's really about you know that partnership and and us understanding their business and helping you know helping them integrate all of these solutions in, in, into their organization seamlessly yeah and david as you just said it, it's the it's the 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 challenge of of the industrial print world is that as you mentioned a lot of these people are not familiar with print technology they're using it possibly for the first time or they're coming towards it for the first time as a way of uh, perhaps depositing ink or other liquids onto product for manufacturing purposes isn't it that, that's yes. the challenge here yeah. so it's quite different from wide format printing where you're you know where these guys are typically experienced wide format printers and been around for years yeah. posters or graphics this is different, isn't it? We're talking to a different bunch of people here. Yeah, you are. I mean, you're you're really talking to people that they they don't know anything about printing, and in a lot of cases, don't necessarily always care that much. You know, yeah, they don't yeah, view yeah. themselves as a they don't Princess. view themselves as a printer. No, I, right. I manufacture siding for homes. Yeah, I yeah. manufacture flooring. I don't print. You know, yeah. yeah, I bought this thing that uses inkjet ink in it and yeah. right but i'm yeah. but, I, but i'm i'm manufacturing siding for a home yeah so they, this- they, they you know and so they don't think that they so with that you know color management 
quite commonly is something that isn't even thought about. Yeah. The whole concept of how do I achieve repeatability in this manufacturing process, you know, from one device to the next or over time, um, they don't even, they don't even necessarily know that there's a need there initially. Sure. And then when you talk to them about that, then, and you conceptualize it, then, okay, they understand They go, Oh yeah, that is going to be an issue. How, how do, how do I get my digitally produced image to look as it should in comparison to the original artwork? How do I get my, that, that manufacturing printing inkjet press to repeat itself in a month from now for the same, that same look of a wood grain or, or color yeah. of the wood? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's absolutely about consistency, isn't it? It's about consistency yes. of product. So, yeah, you're absolutely right there, I think. Just uh, explain a little bit more. So, the, obviously, Metis, for anyone who doesn't know Metis, they're really focused on sort of home decoration, on their flooring, home decoration. Yes, um, so that big market in the U S yes, it is a big market. Yeah. Well, um, that's our largest area of growth right now as a company. I mean, we decided to focus three of our salespeople solely on that, that space entirely. That's all they, so they, they've stopped calling on the traditional commercial printer, if you will. We have a sales yeah. team that does, so we're not ignoring the market entirely, but but it's been enough of a growth area for us to say, you know what, let's take this team of, of salespeople and really focus them solely on that market space. And we're talking flooring, we're talking wallpaper, other forms of home furnishings. What, what are you seeing? Yeah, everything from floor, everything you just mentioned, uh, plus um, a lot of outdoor applications. I mentioned home siding before. So we have a customer out on the West Coast that's a very cladding. large home siding. Yeah, cladding. Um, mm-hmm manufacturer as an example um also doors uh garage yeah, garage uh, garage door companies yeah that makes um, sense yeah to, to, to get so, a, to, to have a surface that looks like wood for example but maybe is metal is that what you're saying yeah exactly yeah, yeah actually we we just recently did an implementation with a large uh steel manufacturer that produces steel doors for garage doors and things of that nature and they're actually doing direct inkjet printing onto steel. Brilliant. Yeah, no, that's really good. So, yeah. so from your point of view, what you're seeing is that this is one of those marketplaces that's just evolving and growing, you know, quite an extent, really, isn't it? That's that's what we feel. You know, I yeah. think it's it's only just started. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and I, I think a lot of these companies are looking for interesting ways to produce what they you know to produce what they already produce today in a, in a different manner yeah or to or to or to elevate it you know it, we're, we're seeing a lot of in, implementation with companies that do profile um uh, manufacturing so people that make moldings and the transitions all the all the pieces that would go along with an installed floor as an example yeah, um, yeah. yeah. how do you how do you find because it, it i I'm always interested in this. There's this, I think you and I are both agreeing that you know there's undoubtedly market opportunity, and digital print re- represents or inkjet printing represents a really great opportunity for short-run, creative, design-led uh, print on manufactured products. You know, how do you find these people out there who are doing this, or how do you get people knowing that they can do yeah. this? Yeah. 
it's at, at a very gra- grassroots level, quite honestly. I mean, uh, a lot of the customer base that we have found and the success we have had, it's been, you know, researching companies online, knocking on their door in some cases, some uh, many times attending trade shows that they would typically exhibit at. Um, so, for instance, going to uh, we recently went to the IBS show, the International uh, Builder Show down in Orlando, Florida, and really uh, our team walking around those booths and introducing themselves to companies, understanding what they produce and, and really trying to find the right people inside of those organizations to talk to about, about a lot of the solutions that we provide. Um, so that, that's, that's been, that, that's been our success with it. It's, it's yeah, it's always a it challenge. Been isn't a, it hasn't been an easy task. No, no, no. I'm, I, David, I'm, I'm completely with you on that. I think it's, yeah. it's a challenge because often with these situations, these people don't necessarily know today that they're going to need the product that you're talking about, yeah, but it could be tomorrow exactly. that they do. Yes. So you yeah. can, you know, all of a sudden they're told internally, we need to find a solution to do this. Yes. And then they go off exactly. looking for it. So it's yeah. a challenge. It's a big market challenge. And as you mentioned, you know, I'm, I'm a great believer that there are these kind of fringe shows or events or conferences that, that yeah. perhaps get you in closer to those um, markets yes. that that are doing this, or that are in, or that could be interested in this, you know. Yeah. So yeah, I completely agree with you there. So um, I'm always interested in in how you you think this, you know, the color management element of this becomes, or, and the proofing becomes important. And when I've talked to Heiner at CGS or in in Europe, they they obviously uh, been talking about packaging, for example, and short run prototyping or for packaging do you see it in a similar way in, in terms of is it prototyping is it design testing is it uh customization what what, what do you yeah see? But, um yeah definitely pro uh, definitely the the pro the prototyping end of things is very important right. for, for that market specifically you know people want to touch feel understand and what a structure or design is going to look like, you know, prior to them mass producing it. So definitely the prototyping end of it is important, is, is very important to, uh, to these businesses for sure. Yeah. And the ability to color manage that expectation is, is extremely important. Yeah. And, and typically have you got clients in us that are doing this? Yes, we do. Yeah. We haven't, yeah, we have a number of clients that are using uh, devices from like a Roland as an uh, as a company um, for creating, you know, in in combination with our color management software to mm. to you know produce you know a haptic floor sample as an example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I know that you're working with. Is it Shaw that you're working with at the moment? Flooring company. Uh, yeah, we're not really allowed to. <laughs> Right. Okay. <laughs> publicly fine, about them, but okay. Yes. Well, then let's yeah. not talk about that. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, um, but, they, but yeah, they are a large customer of ours. They're, yeah, they're one of many. Yeah, and that that they're you know it's always about kind of lamination and that that was what I was going to ask is the 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 difference with flooring. It can be uh, printing on paper or you can print directly. So so what is your mix in terms of what you do? Um, you, for the you, most, you know. yeah, I, I, some of it's paper. It, it 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 depends. I would say it's about a fifty fifty split. Right, right. Um, some are producing, you know, producing like a haptic sample just on paper. 
Yep. Uh, others are doing it on on actual, you know, you know the actual board material. Let's say in the case of the floor, yeah, uh, yeah. so directly on, yeah. Mm. yeah, 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 or finding a a very <laughs> similar rigid substrate to print directly to, yeah, yeah. Does that make sense? And what other areas are you seeing? You know, we talk about this sort of this this term industrial print. Um, yes. applications. What else are you seeing? You, you know, window frames. I, I, I heard mentioned. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, industrial is so broad, isn't yeah. it? I mean, you know, it covers everything from automotive manufacturing to yeah, to you know, there's there's so many different elements of it. You know, floor, you know, flooring and wall coverings is just a tiny little, tiny little segment. But um, you know, we're even starting to see applications related to. Um, to you know virtual needs as well like for like you know photo-based rendering where people want to build room scenes and things of that nature so we've we've had a lot of interest for instance in the meta scanning technology for its ability to capture the texture maps needed and required for um for cgi yeah of course um yeah i mean we we, reality yes yeah we i mean we recently sold uh, a scanner to a company in chicago that's essentially a texture agency. That's all they do. They, they, they are contracted to develop CGI textures. So it's, it's not printing at all. You know, it's, it's, it's image, you know, it's imaging. Um, yeah, and then yeah, they, they provide and sell. So it, it, it's, we've been going, we've, we've been kind of going off into very interest, interesting segments of industries, you know, we'll, we'll be attending, um, a show, a show called SIGGRAPH um, yeah. at the end of, uh, sorry, at the beginning of August in Vancouver. Um, and that one is focused solely on, on CGI. Yeah. Very um, interesting. Yeah. 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 And then we've had some interesting conversations with, with some folks that are interested in scanning technology for NFT applications mm-hmm. and then actually tying that to print. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Now just, I, I want to ask you a little bit about, um, why you think color management is so important in this segment? Because I, I'm, you know, I'm always interested in whether it represents, a, a, you know, a good way of managing in consumption, a good, a good level of sustainability. You know, we talked about digital being short run and therefore, you know, flexibility, all those things. Why is, why is color management important? Well, especially when you look at the market that we're that we're focusing on for industrial, mm. I mean, it's it's everything that goes in your home or on your home, mm. right? I mean, mm. the appearance of that is is your is is what is the driving decision on why why you might choose a, a certain textile or paint color or or wall covering or or flooring. It's all based on color, and you have and everybody's expectations of how they want it to look. Yeah, do you think that's, um, do you man- think that's managing that expectation is is paramount in my in my opinion? Oh, sorry, David, I was just going to ask you. It's, it's obviously because I'm in in London and you're in New York, so there's a little yeah. bit of delay. Um, but I wanted to ask you just to get my head around what you said is is true. Is you know it's it's you're kind of saying to me, Fraser, this is obvious. This is about choice and all these things. Yeah, but but is it also to a degree about cost efficiencies? Managing what you from the manufacturer's well, point of sure. View. If we were talking uh, of, to a manufacturer, course, yeah. not rather than consumer, yeah. sure, of course, yeah. I mean, all, all of those those are all of the ancillary benefits of yeah 
yeah. of a, you know of a color management solution. You know, you know within a within a robust color management solution. Of course, from a manufacturing standpoint, we have the ability to save on ink. Uh, we have the ability to um, you know reduce the the overall amount of laydown of, of ink to ensure that it's drying faster, which in turn allows you to produce your product faster yeah, yeah. than you would normally be able to. So, you know, but typically I find the interest though in color management is the, the original driving interest is typically repeatability, yeah. color consistency. And then all of those other things, as we go through the process, the sales process with a customer and show them all of the other benefits color management delivers, then yes, of course it becomes, you know, they, they that's how they produce their return on investment. Yeah, sure, 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 sure. It gives you more justification, doesn't it? Because if they're yes. if they're you know managing things more efficiently, it's just as we said. You know, you might see this as a printer because as a printer, you would have been thinking about all these things, wouldn't you? You'd have been thinking about yeah. ink consumption. You would have been thinking about substrate. Yeah. You would have been so. So for a manufacturer, I guess they they equally are thinking about those things in in the manufacturing process, but may not necessarily recognise where those cost cutting areas. Of potential are, if that makes yeah, sense. Exactly. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, ex- that's exactly right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Good. Um, so, just as we come to sort of wrapping up this this conversation, is there anything you particularly wanted to touch on? Uh, you know, from a point of view of explaining to our audience who you know, who may not necessarily know about what you guys are doing. Hmm. And don't worry if you haven't. <laughs> That's absolutely yeah, fine. Yeah. I, I, got, I got a point. Yeah. You know, I think I, you know, a lot of, uh, you know, in the industrial print space, yeah. and we keep focusing on that, you know, we're, we're a bit of an unknown right now where, yeah. where you know, it's, um, you know, we're, we're, we're changing that step by step. Um you know, so I, you know, I don't, I don't know how broad of a reach your your podcast has to the to it's, the world it, of, it of, indu- of industrial print and, industrial. and manufacturing. We but, are um, industrial. That's yeah. our bread if, and butter. That's what we've yeah. always done. So if if there's if there's manu- if there's manufacturers out there that are looking for a partner in the U.S. to mm. really help understand or navigate the waters of a digital print manufacturing process. Um, yeah. We're the right company to call. Yeah. Um, we yeah. have, we offer all the solutions tools necessary for them to create a, a turnkey solution and system for, for digitally manufacturing. Yeah. Um, we'd, we'd love to get to know them. Sounds good. Sounds good. And thank you very much for your time. Appreciate that. Yeah. Just interesting for us. On uh, you know in Europe just to hear what you're doing, um, but also as I said before, you know we, we have quite a lot of listeners who are globally yeah. uh, and particularly from the US. So for them, if they're interested in in picking up the phone or, or going online, they can always find you. I'll put the information on the on the heading of the podcast. Um, David, thank you very much for your time. I appreciate that, and uh, hopefully okay, one day one day we may catch up face to face. Who knows? Yes, hopefully. Brilliant. Well, thank you very much for your time. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, you can subscribe now for more great audio content coming up. And visit futureprint.tech for the latest news, partner interviews, in-depth industry research, and to catch up on content from Future.
different events. We'll see you next time on the Future Print Podcast.